Hey guys, guess what? It's a delicious Wednesday. <laughs> Looking up is about to start. afternoon folk and welcome to another edition of the most exciting show since <laughs> since last week since last week <laughs> since the last exciting show exactly here on the looking up show here on faith fm if you're listening on any one of the almost 90 stations out there in australia we want to give you a big warm welcome on this drizzly partly cloudy wet Wednesday afternoon here in Newcastle. Sharissa, welcome. Thank you so much. What are we going to do about the weather? Well, just we can't enjoy do it. much about it, but there's sunshine in our souls. There is sunshine in our soul, <laughs> so indeed. that's a good thing. And above the clouds, it is sunny. That's right. Must it, never forget that. We must never forget that there is something brighter above the clouds. That's right. And that's what we continue to keep looking up to. And so we've got our friend Shell as well, directing traffic as always. Welcome, Shell. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Shell's always doing well. And um, we're really thankful for Shell, aren't we? Amen. Oh, praise the Lord for that. Well, folk, I just want to give a big thank you. I'm not sure if my good friend Justin, Pastor Justin's listening in, but he and his dear wife um, and their... And their little bump, which is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't need to elaborate on that. We all know what that is. Um, they did a fantastic work last week. So I really enjoyed the Bible study last week. And I hope and pray that you did too, as they explored the first angel's message in particular. Um, that all important element of worshipping our Creator, God, and what that all entails. So, Sharissa, that was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, I'm so glad you got to catch up on it. We, we had a good time. Yes. I was we ex- missed you, but we had a good time. Yes. Um, you did say, yes, we are missing Danny, <laughs> and I was expecting the next line to be like a hole in the head. But it never eventuated unless Shell edited that out. That might have been on the live show. I didn't get a chance to see to hear the live show because, unfortunately, I was conducting a funeral. Mm. Um for a friend of mine, very sad story, yeah, only 52 years old. So mm. it's very sad when, when these things take place. She wasn't well for much of her life, but she made the most of it. Mm-hmm. And in the end, unfortunately, she succumbed to uh, an illness and, yeah, passed away prematurely. So that was very sad, but it was good to be able to share the blessed hope. Mm-hmm. There is a better day coming. Amen. And so I encourage the congregation to keep looking up. So, yes, folk, we have some exciting things to share with you again today in our Bible study. But before that, we'll be looking at current events in the light of Bible prophecy, as always, because there is so much going on in the world. Literally, from one week to the next, it's like we haven't been here for six months. It's so true. We never run out of things to talk about. No, there isn't. And once again, we're going to be taking a look at some of the news headlines that are telling us that Jesus' coming is drawing ever so near. So, folk, we're living in exciting times, and um, so we're coming back to share on that a little more. But in the meantime, sit back and listen to Roscoe Johnny, Come Thou Fount. Come Thou Fount of every blessing To my heart to sing Thy grace Streams of mercy Never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me something, Lord, your song, song by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount, oh, fix me on mount of God's redeeming love.
song come they are found of every blessing isn't it good to be able to come to the lord charissa uh, if we couldn't go to him we would be very <sighs> lost you know i think of those words of jesus when he said come aside by yourselves mm. you know when he told his disciples they were just being mobbed by the by the crowds that just couldn't get enough of jesus and he said let's come aside mm-hmm. and rest a while and really um in this day and age, we desperately need that rest that comes yep. only in Christ. Though. Jesus, yeah, like you just said, it only can be found in him. Mm, and that's why I really like what you guys shared last, last Wednesday because the Sabbath is all about that rest. Mm, praise God. And so one day a week we quit looking at the headlines. Pull away from the rat race of life. Exactly. And we zero in on Christ for 24 hours. We look to him. And um, we spend time with him, we worship him, we think about the things of eternity, we eliminate all those distractions, and it's so wonderful. Like, I don't know about you, but I, I get really annoyed, like, on Saturday morning when I'm at church, and someone says, did you hear the news? I'm like, if it happened since the sun set on Friday night, I don't want to know about it. I'll find out when the sun sets tonight. <laughs> Leave me alone. True. I don't want to know about it. Do you have people come up to you sometimes? Did you hear what, what happened last night or this morning? I haven't had it happen for a while except for when something big happened. I think when Shane Warne died, that's when the last time that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I really came try up. and switch off. I really try and switch off. I don't listen or watch the news or any of that on over the Sabbath hours because mm. I just want to rest from all You that. need it. You really do because it's a stressful world. Yeah, um, if you just dwell on the headlines and on the news, it it's, yeah, there's not a lot to look forward to, but the Bible offers us so much hope, mm. so much assurance and rock-solid hope, actually. Mm. You know, it doesn't Indeed. change, Indeed. which is really, really wonderful. Indeed. And some people might be wondering, well, Danny, I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, news headlines and sometimes that can... They can create anxiety and stress and even depression in some people. And it's like, why, why do we go there? Like, why do we talk about this? And I guess it's from the perspective, two points. One is, as, as our show, the title of our show from Luke 21, 28, Jesus said, when you see all these things, speaking of the second coming and the signs, look up because your redemption is drawing near. So as we see these things, we can, we can know that Jesus' coming is drawing near. We had to look up. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, Sharissa, is that 
Jesus said, I have told you these things, John 14, 29, so that when they come to pass, you may believe. So it strengthens our faith and trust in God and in his word. Absolutely. And there's nothing like Bible prophecy to strengthen our faith, to know that we're on the right path, heading in the right direction, and that God is in control. Mm. Prophecy really shines a light into an unknown future that looks very bleak. Mm. It gives us hope that, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jesus is coming. And amen. this world is not all there is to look forward amen to. Amen and amen. And, folk, if you'd like to connect with us um, before we launch into some uh, news headlines in light of Bible prophecy. If you want to contact us, how can people contact us, Sharissa? We would love to hear from you. We have a dedicated number to this program. The number is 0488817624. And if you text in your comments, we actually can hear, read them right and here in studio. Them which online. Is, we can answer them live. live. Yeah, so love to have any comments, questions, prayer requests, yeah, we just love to know that you're out there. <laughs> and there's an app. Tell, tell our uh, listeners about the app. For the those Faith are, FM app. Yeah. If you haven't got it, you need to get it because sometimes getting a signal for radio with the towers is not always clear. But if you have the app, so long as you have data, you can have a very clear live stream of the Faith FM radio channel, which is wonderful. And if you get the app, you can also look up all the past episodes of every program. This is Looking Up, so you can hear all the past episodes of Looking Up there as podcasts as well. Same on the website. Mm, Fantastic. So there you go, folk. Um, That's something for you to take note of. If you haven't got the app or you haven't got our number locked into your phone, do that, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Now, before we move on to the news headlines, the most exciting news headline of all that our listeners are dying to hear (laughs) how it's all going is the bump. How is the little bump going? We all we all uh, want to know. We all want to know. Well, it's twenty seven weeks today, actually. <gasps> twenty seven, and it's it. like forty in total, isn't it? That's right. So we've definitely passed the halfway mark, and wow, you're nearly at the three quarter mark. We definitely are. almost about to turn into the home straight. <laughs> don't don't how rush exciting, it. Don't rush it too soon. How exciting! How exciting! Yeah, Shell, are you excited? <laughs> It's very exciting. Shell is nodding, big smile from ear to ear. And, um, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Yes. So um, I heard a rumour, I'm not sure if it's true, you can um, you can confirm or deny, that if it's a boy, you're thinking of calling the little boy Danny. <laughs> like it was just a rumour that I heard somewhere around the office here. Is that right? No. <laughs> well, I, wasn't, I just made that up. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to sow seeds, trying to sow seeds. They're, they're poor thing, don't do that to the poor kid. <laughs> Everybody's quite divided on what it could be, but it's uh, it's going to be a good surprise. And yet, who knows, maybe a Danny. <laughs> oh, who knows, poor thing. <laughs> All right, Sharissa. Well, let's let's take a look at some, some, some news items making headlines. You guys talked about a couple of things, including Hurricane Ian, oh. which has, um, yeah, caused... Enormous devastation, they're saying, mm-hmm. um, from, a, from a dollar's point of view, the greatest natural disaster to hit the U.S., period. Wow, wow. 100, $100 billion and potentially more. $100 billion is what they're saying, just Florida alone. Uh, I was really shocked when I saw the death toll rising yeah. so high, you know. Um, it's up yeah. near 100, I think, the last up time near I 100. checked. Yeah, and um, at the moment, in addition to what's happening in Florida, of course, there's a massive rain event heading for the east coast here in Australia. They're predicting lots of flooding here this 
in the next couple of days. So our thoughts and prayers are with those who are in Mm. uh, serious uh, predicament right now with flood waters rising here. Um, 5.7 million people in Pakistan are being affected by floods there as well as a food crisis. So, yeah, the world is really not in a good way. Mm, that's fascinating. Now, I did a little bit of um, I did a little bit of googling and just to take a look at hurricanes and um, and in the US. And I, uh, I I punched into Google. You know, has there been an increase in severe hurricanes in the United States in the last fifty years? Okay, mm-hmm, so I wanted mm-hmm. to know, and the reason being, we know from Bible prophecy that Bible prophecy, those final end time events, will springboard. Out of the land of the free and the home of the brave, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, America the, is in Bible prophecy. It is right there in the thick of Bible prophecy. We've talked about it and we'll talk about it in the future because that's not going away. It's only going to continue to um, intensify as far as um, in interest and, right. and the things that are taking place. So it's no wonder that the United States is in the thick of the news day by day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and world politics and so on and so forth. Anyway, so I did that search and, and, I, and I discovered some very, very, and I, I looked at the big stuff, okay, like, like four or above. So this one was a hurricane four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and five is the highest. So this was two miles short. Like to get to five, I think you've got to be 157 or 159 miles per hour, which is heading up towards 300 kilometers an hour. Wow. So 60 miles. You did the conversion. Yeah, 60 miles is 100 Ks. (laughs) So almost at 300 kilometers an hour. Now, notice what I discovered. This is phenomenal, okay? You're holding on to your seat? Yeah. Okay, folks, you're holding on? (laughs) Check this out. This is what it says. uh, I'll, I'll go past the, the Category 4, um, which left 2.5 million Floridians without power. Mm. You know, I think you mentioned last week that Cuba, they got hit yeah. first. Everyone lost power. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole 11 million people, you know, no one had electricity. It says, um, while this storm marks the most powerful hurricane seen this season, it makes history as the ninth Category 4 or 5 hurricane to hit the mainland of the United States in the last 50 years. All right. So mm. check this out. Nine Category 4 or 5 hurricanes have hit the United States in the last 50 years. Now, you're holding on. Yeah. Six of the nine have occurred since 2017. That was only mm. five years ago. Wow. So we've had literally one massive hurricane. After another. After another. In the, fi- in the last five years, there's been at least one, four or five in the last five years. And before that, there were only three others in the other 45 odd years. Wow. So this tells us that what Jesus said about the labor pains in Matthew 24, and you guys talked about that last week. Matthew 24, verse 8, where, where Jesus says, and this is the beginning of sorrows, that those labor pains will intensify in frequency and intensity. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we have right here. And, um, yeah. and they were saying, they were saying that there is, there is no way to get around the data. The data is clear that they're, they're putting it down to climate change, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying things are changing dramatically. Let me just read this to you. This is, this is straight out of Matthew 24, verse 8. Listen to this, sister. This is phenomenal. <laughs> the frequency and intensity, uh, the article, this is a Time magazine article, um, 
goes on and says, also varies and has been changing over time. In the span of just one year, from 2020 to 2021, there have been eight hurricanes to impact the continental U.S. That's nearly half the number of hits the U.S. Uh, so that's nearly half the number compared to what the U.S. experienced between 2000 and 2010. So in one year, 2020, 2021, they had eight hurricanes and they only had 19 make landfall in the previous decade, 2000, 2010. Wow. That's phenomenal. This is, these are, um, and it says, and and compared to three major continental U.S. hurricane landfalls, out of a total of 13 in 2010, it goes on and says there have already been four in the last two years alone. And it goes on and it gives these incredible statistics. and, And I could not help, I could not help but think of the words of Jesus that as we draw nearer to his coming, that those labor pains will intensify. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, on that note, you mentioned climate change. It was uh, interesting to discover that Pope Francis has just mm. been featured in a brand new documentary. It was just released and on the 4th, so today's the day after. But so yesterday was just released a documentary film on climate change and the environment premiered in the Vatican on Tuesday, and it's, in, it's called The Letter, A Message for Our Earth. Um, you can actually watch it on YouTube, but yeah, it's fascinating. Again, it's actually highlighting Laudato Si, wow. his first encyclical from 2015, which was the very first encyclical on the environment, mm. making it groundbreaking. I was looking it up and refreshing mm. my mind on what it was about, and it actually even talks about uh, Sunday there as being the Lord's Day, yeah, that's right, right there in that encyclical. That's right. Um, and the reason Paragraph for that. Paragraph 237 or 238. <laughs> you got it. it. You got it. And talks about how. How, you know, we should keep Sunday because it's the day of the resurrection, the day of life and all of this kind of thing. Fascinating, you know, linking linking climate change with a day for the planet. Indeed. Indeed. It's incredible. And so and so, you know, we've talked about uh, this other item that I'm going to mention now, you know, Europe in its worst drought in 500 years. Wow. And, um, yeah, this was just really, really interesting. Just talking about what's taking place, how this is going to affect um, food. Yes. Because there's going to be food shortages. Because and, and I did a bit of study and I did a bit of looking and I and I Googled food security and political instability. Let me share this with you. This was really fascinating. This is from uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, there was a, a group that came together in, on September 11 of all days, 1998. So this is pre pre the September 11 in Honolulu, Hawaii. And um, it was the food security and political stability in the Asia-Pacific region um, study. So there's a number of experts got together and they wanted to take a look at what are the major reasons, you know, why there's political instability in the world Mm -hmm. and how the connection is with food insecurity. And check this out. The linkage between food security and political stability. Food security and political stability are often linked, although the relationship is complicated and not necessarily direct or or, or causal. However, evidence suggests that food security can be upset by a lack of political or social stability. Similarly, the lack of food security resulting from a sudden jolt, that is international embargo, poor climate, like two examples, can lead to political instability. Food riots, when they occur, are often instigated by urban residents. That's very interesting because we've been told that we need to be moving out of the cities Mm. as we see the world starting to move into more and more turmoil. 
and poorer rural residents rarely have a political voice. So it's really, really interesting that they're combining these two together. And it's interesting, before we go to, to our news, there was a news headline that we, I think we might have shared regarding this historic climate summit, uh, so this historic climate law that President Biden put into place, $370 billion connected with the environment, this Inflation Reduction Act. And the headline was, Historic Climate Law Signed by Biden Has Catholic Fingerprints All Over It. So we're seeing we're seeing the convergence of what you're saying and what's happening. It's incredible. <laughs> We've got more after the news and after this song from Janine Orwa, Tapestry. We'll be back. Oh, you afflicted one Tossed with tempest and not comforted Do not fear for you be ashamed No weapon that's formed against you will ever prosper or have dominion over you my child. You've been chosen for a purpose. Won't you trust me? I'll see you through This tapestry's not yet done your work in progress A masterpiece is being spun You can't see what I see Trust me, I am that I am Oh, distracted Burdened and weary Crushed by the weight of this world Please remember This world is not your home Behold, I am coming quickly My reward with me To give to all according to their words Hold my hand, choose this with me you can do all things this tapestry's not yet done you're a work in progress a masterpiece is being spun you can't see what I see trust me I am that I am my word I began a good work in you and you know I will carry it on till it's done this tapestry's not yet done you're a work in progress I'm is being spun You can't see what I see Trust me, I am that I am You can't see what I see Trust me, I am that I am Man found on Mars 
everything you wanted to know about men's health issues with Dr. Trevor Hurlow. Free community event starting this Saturday, October 8 at 2pm, Cessnock Adventist Church. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Beginning on Saturday, October 15 at 11am and continuing Saturday, October 22, 29 and November 5, I'd like to invite you to join me on an incredible journey into the very heart of the book of Revelation. Prophecies of Hope for a Troubled World is a four-part series that will take you behind the news headlines as we see the direct link between history, Bible prophecy and current world events. The series begins October 15, 11am at the Hillview Seventh-day Adventist Church, 2 Gimbert's Road, Morissette. For more information, go to discoverhope.info. That's discoverhope.info or call Danny on 040 33 44 360. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event because you can actually participate. It's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. You're on the Looking Up show, folk, and I hope and pray that you are... Blessed thus far as we are taking a look at signs of the times that are telling us that the coming of Jesus and the sound of the trumpet is drawing ever near, Sharissa. Praise the Lord for that. (laughs) (laughs) Every week that goes by, it seems that we are hurtling ever so quickly to the sound of the trumpet and the end of sin, suffering and sorrow. And hallelujah, we all say. Amen. Well, 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 folk, if you're joining us for the first time, a big welcome from wherever you may be joining us around Australia. We've got, oh, we've got up to 92 stations going on right now. So that's fantastic that are on air around Australia. That's amazing. And should we tell them that there's a little gift Tell away? them, tell them everything they need to know, Sharissa. <laughs> Today, as always, we have a prize giveaway for the first three people today who will text in later when we give the code word our code word for today's program and i'll just let them know Mm -hmm. what the Mm -hmm. the prize is Mm -hmm. it's a book called prayerables 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 by rudy hall and it's basically an exciting and practical approach to studying the parables of christ so if you're interested in learning more about the parables of jesus you will want to be in the running for this book prayerables um, and you just simply need to keep your ears peeled as we before we for when we release the code word in today's program the number to keep by your side so you can text that code word in and even if you have a comment mm, or question about today's to program is zero four triple eight one seven six two four. that's the looking up number folks so that's right so lock that into your phone and you can connect with us anytime text us We'd love to hear from you. Now, Sharissa, we've been taking a look at some of the things making headlines, and it appears that the the, the issues regarding climate, and as we have been told over and over again by not only Pope Francis, but, but many other religious leaders, especially in the United States, are very much tied to worship, are very much tied to morality, are very mm. much tied to justice, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth which is at the very heart of of the Ten Commandments, you know, morality, justice, worship, 
that is all part and parcel of the Ten Commandments. And so we know that there is the the COP27 meetings that will be held in next month. We're in October. That will be held up yeah. next November. That's going to be fascinating to see and hear what comes out of those meetings there in Egypt um, where they'll also be spending the rest day on Sunday, as we've talked about in the past, heading to Mount Sinai, a number of different world major religions heading to Mount Sinai um, for a time of of collective repentance. Wow. And in order to draft up 10 climate commandments. So that's going to be something to look out for, Sharissa. Absolutely. We've talked about that a couple of weeks ago. We talked about that, so we'll leave that alone for now, but we'll, I'm sure, be returning to that. So there's a lot happening in this space, and um, with all the, uh, with the escalation, of of natural disasters that have been taking place, especially this year. We've talked about some of those. This is coming to the fore more and more. Amen. Mm. Well, there's there's lots of other things too that we could talk about. Um, Indeed. Uh, another headline that just shows really, you know, Jesus talked about how he doesn't mention global warming, but he says, because iniquity will abound in Matthew 24, the love of many will wax cold. Mm. And basically... We're talking about a love for the things of this world, um, taking away from the love mm. for God. And uh, it was really, really sad. I couldn't believe this headline when I read it. 125 plus people dead after a crowd crush at an Indonesian football match. Mm. Game ends, people aren't happy. And so there's this, you know, rush, this riot, and 120 plus people died mm. because of, over a football match. Over a football game. Yeah. yeah. That's just shocking. It's Very as, sad in Indonesia. Yeah, it's as tragic as tragic can can, can get. And um, it just tells us where where we literally are mm-hmm. in the stream of time. Now, do you have a couple? Of, you've got a couple of other very interesting things to share before I share a couple of things uh, as well. Just um, another one here. Actually, Shell highlighted it to me when I walked in today. She she said that Gavin Newsom signed legislation in California. This is the governor. The governor of, of California in the United States. Um, he signed legislation making California a sanctuary state for transgender procedures. So basically, the new law says that, you know, if kids want it in California, they can get it and you can't interfere in, in anything because that's against the process. What's amazing about this is I just also saw that Los Angeles pastor, John MacArthur, has publicly written a letter to Gavin Nystrom uh, and he rebukes him publicly for his diabolical policies and he says, he warns Newsom, his soul lies in grave eternal peril after having twisted the words of Jesus. And uh, yeah, just amazing to see, you know, mm. the the way society is going, but also the courage of uh, John MacArthur to actually speak up and take a stand. I wonder if uh, any minister here in Australia will will have will have that kind of um, what do you call it guts um, to to potentially write a word of encouragement um, to our political leaders um, in our halls of government who are also heading in that wrong direction. I think of yeah. the I think of the that law in Victoria that that conversion and suppression bill that came out last year, and I went online and I took a look at the legislation myself because I'd heard. And I just could not believe that what I read was actually true. It was true that parents do not have the right if their child is experiencing you know, gender dysphoria. They do not have the right as parents 
um, to find to find other ways and means to deal with a very difficult and challenging situation other than to allow their child under 18 to be able to go through that transition process, which often has lasting permanent, um, not only health effects, but more importantly, mental health effects. Which they, they, they come to wish they hadn't. Yeah, yeah, many do, taken. many do. And um, so it's, it's very sad, very tragic. And, you know, we're, we're living in a day and age where these things, if you would have told me this would be taking place, in Australia, in our Western world, 20 years ago, if you would have told me that, I would have said, no way under any circumstances will we get to this point. Mm. Oh, we're there. We yeah. are right there. And um, so it's it's surreal. I almost sometimes feel like I'm in a dream, you know, <laughs> in a nightmare, uh, but it's actually taking place. I'd encourage our listeners actually look it up because you can read John MacArthur's letter. Mm. And it's a it's a well-written appeal for him to, yeah. to amend his... Yeah. Decisions, And you know what? All these things are telling us that we're about to, I believe, very soon um, swing to the other side. Mm -hmm. The pendulum will swing. And that's my sermon, actually, this coming Saturday in my (laughs) church there at Hillview. Um, When the pendulum swings, it's part of a three-part series that I've been doing on the second coming of Jesus and uh, where we are in the stream of time and how we can prepare and how we can prepare others. And so the Bible says the pendulum will swing. We have gone so far um, away from God in much of how we live our lives and, and, and the laws that, are, uh, that, that various governments um, have proposed and are in, are in you know, operation. We've gone so far away from God that there will be a swing to the other side because God is going to continue to pull back those um, winds of strife. He's just going to start releasing them more and more and more, and there'll be more and more judgments coming upon the world. The Bible says that very clearly. And so as things intensify, um, as those labor pains grow, uh, there will be a cry eventually for let's get our nation, let's get our nations back to God because we have walked so far away. And that's where this climate repentance Mm. um, service comes into it there at Mount Sinai that's going to take place this year. Mm. So oh. you can see this you can see this pendulum that's about to swing. Um, it, it swung 200 years ago plus in the French Revolution and now it's about to go the other direction. True. So I'm going to talk about that in a sermon this coming Saturday. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, so um, <laughs> also I think we also need to take a look at um, what's taking place in the area of um, mental health and... Screen time. So parents, oh, yes. parents, you need to listen up to this. This was um, an ABC News article that I just tapped into this week. And the headline was, Mental Health Researchers Investigate Link Between Screen Time and Depression Reported by Australian Teens. So they're showing that there's more and more evidence coming through that the more time teenagers spend on their screens the higher the depression rates Mm. and mental health issues. As well, they're they're beginning to see the correlation between those who are experiencing anxiety and depression and and so on and so forth are more likely to spend time on their screens. So the two 
go hand in hand. And so, parents, we want to encourage you. Some of the teens are probably saying, Mom, Dad, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn off the radio right now. But we want to encourage you to seriously consider encouraging your children to spend, especially if you've got teenage children, spend less time on the screen and more time just doing things actively and better still outside, outdoors, in nature, bushwalks, skateboards, push bikes, roller skates, roller blades, you name it, outside, just talking, sharing, enjoying life away from the screens. Sounds great. So anyway, that was my little plug, encouraging <laughs> the parents. Sounds really good. Well, we should probably also make a mention of um, what happened with the Essendon Football Club. Mm, that's that's very been interesting. really interesting. Uh, someone alerted me to this last night. And basically, Andrew Thorburn, I believe, he was, you know, appointed the CEO of the Essendon Football Club. And then within, I think, about 24 hours or less, he was stepping down from his role because it was found out that um, he, well, he got widespread backlash over his association with his church, which had made comments and condemned or held uh, views that do not support homosexuality and abortion. Mm -hmm. And so because he's a member of this particular church, he suffered so much abuse and backlash, he decided to step down. Within 24 hours of being appointed to that role. That's how heated it was. And he made some very... Um, interesting comments that's um, causing a lot of controversy, people taking sides over the issue. But he basically makes a statement where he says that, you know, it's clear, so I'm trying to find the statement here, but basically something to the effect of he can see that there is no room anymore in the public space for freedom of, you know, religious belief. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this has proven yeah. um, but with all the backlash. So, yeah, very interesting Um yeah. This is where we are. This is where we are and the pendulum will swing. The mm-hmm. pendulum will swing, folk, and Revelation 13 will come to the surface as that happens. Now, just to just to go on with that, um, at the moment there are laws being proposed, even here in New South Wales. Even here in New South Wales there's a, a member of parliament, I cannot remember what his name is, but he'd like to propose... Uh, Laws that are being proposed down there in Victoria and the ACT, as far as I I, I remember and recall, where institutions, um, Christian institutions, in particular schools, Christian schools, will no longer be able to to have the privilege of of appointing uh, staff according to their faith, Hmm. uh, according to, you know, their faith ethos. So you will not be able to discriminate. So, for example, you know, a Christian school will not be able to say, we want a Christian teacher to be our math teacher or our English teacher or our science teacher or our phys ed teacher or whatever the case may be, which is... Even if it's a Christian school. Even a Christian school, yeah, that's the whole point. So obviously the state schools, there is no discrimination at all, but Christian schools have had the prerogative, they have been able to discriminate, and I'm using that word in uh, in uh, in a positive sense, they've been able to discriminate as to who they employ so that that employee may hold to the values and the faith of the school. Because if you have a Christian school 
that has non-Christian teachers coming what's in. What's the point? What's the point? You know, there, there is no, there is no reason to have that Christian school. Yeah. And so this is now on the table. And so wow. if legislation <laughs> is brought in, if legislation is brought in prohibiting Christian schools from, uh, from, from making a choice as to who they will employ to be their English teacher, their science teacher, apart from their Bible teacher, that's the only exception. The Bible teacher has to be someone who is of the faith. Apart from that, then it's all over. It's game over for the Christian schools. And so we need to keep this in prayer. So much to pray about. We certainly do. So, yeah, so we need to keep our governments in prayer. The Bible says let's, let's do that so that we may be able to have uh, the opportunity to enjoy freedom of, yeah. of our faith and our religion and to be able to express that. So that's where we are, folk. We're getting closer and closer to the sound of the trumpet and um, we'll be back with our Bible study in just a little bit. But sit back. Just a closer walk with thee. I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. Satisfied as long as I walk, let me walk close to thee, just a closer walk with thee. Grant it, Jesus, is my plea. Close to thee. Oh. 
that's what we need to suggest, a closer walk with the Lord. That was Paul Zach, and that's what we desperately need, don't we? Absolutely. We need a closer walk with Jesus. More and more every day, folks. So wherever you are, I hope and pray you are looking up. I hope and pray the things that we talk about here when it comes to current events are driving you to your knees, seeking a closer walk with Jesus, wanting to share more of his love with those around you, and spending time in his word. Sharissa, what else can people do? How else can people, you know, find a way to navigate through these tumultuous times that we are living in? What other way? It's only that we can only look up to Jesus, really. That's the safest and the only way. Mm. There's nothing else that really offers hope but him. Ah, that's right. So, folk, uh, it's great to have you on the Looking Up show on this Wednesday afternoon, and we're about to plunge into our Bible study in a little bit. And we hope and pray that if you haven't got our phone number, you will pencil that into your phone right now. Now, what is our phone number here? Zero four triple eight one seven six two four, and they'll want to keep it handy because we have a prize giveaway today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have a book. We've got three copies. It's called Prayerables. Oh, what a title! Prayerables. Uh, it's about the parables of Jesus. If you're interested in knowing more about them, going deeper into them, we're going to be studying some today. Mm. Uh, you will want to keep the number zero four triple eight one seven six two four handy because we have a code word. We do. Do you remember what it was? Roughly. <laughs> I think we'll do that in, in the our next, next segment. Because <laughs> we'll, we 